Guys, welcome to the Guest Life, Episode Four. We have Jay Zaccato in the uh, in the room here. We're really excited to have him on board. Um, just to go over why we're doing this podcast, we're giving back to the community. We're giving back to the, you know, the podcast world. And, you know, YouTube. Um, one of the things we want to do is is really showcase the entrepreneur life, what it's like. You know, um, share some stories, take some of those assumptions out of the industry. I know a lot of people have assumptions and me personally, you know, coming in without any knowledge thinking, you know, oh, he must be doing that because of this or she must be in that position because of that. But um, giving a positive spin on it and really getting into the nitty gritty of like how hard it is to be in an industry, um, being an entrepreneur, being young or being educated and, and really showcasing some of the great talents in the city. So thanks, Jay, for coming on board. Thanks for having me, man. It's an honor. Yeah, we're uh, a little bit about Jay. So he's a, you know, he was a fitness model. He's on the cover of a bunch of magazines. Um, he's now a vegan vegetarian. Vegan now, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's full vegan. Um, he's an entrepreneur. He's from Hamilton. Um, he's a big part of the city. He's, he's he loves giving back. He's a humanitarian, uh, dog lover. So um, yeah, thanks so much for being here. Like I said, man, appreciate you having me. I'm excited to uh, chat and. Hear what you're up to and just uh, talk to the people. Awesome, man. So um, Jay is the co-founder of Heal, which is a, a health bar and a dog cafe on Concession Street in Hamilton. Um, tell us a bit about um, how you got into that. I know Concession Street was a big upswing of where it used to be and, and why you made the decision to go there. Um, and then I think we'll, we'll come back around to the fitness career that you, you know, made so much success with. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of buildup before Heal was kind of created, but essentially we built Heal to basically show all of our retail brands. So we had our dog treat company, and then we also have the retail company for the, the protein powders, the greens, and the nutrition. So we wanted to sh- have showcase our products and show you how you could have them on like a, a, in your daily life. So, you know, sample the dog treats, bring your dog, hang out, enjoy yourself. Get, get a smoothie bowl, you know, yeah. infuse the protein into it. Um, and then also concession was kind of created because we thought there's a lot of pe- places on James. We wanted to have somewhere on the mountain that people could go to, have a good time. It's honestly a beautiful street. The escarpment's right there. You just walk out to the escarpment a few feet and you can see all of Hamilton. And I just, I, I love that view. Yeah, yeah. Um, And we just wanted to be a part of kind of making the street what we really think it should be. And we're, we're trying to be a part of that that curve. And we see a lot of, New stores opening, a lot of people coming to the street now and, and kind of seeing how cool it really can be. And it's, it's, it's really nice to see that. Hamilton in general is kind of uh, doing that re- everywhere right now. But uh, we, we have a, you know, a soft spot for Concession Street and we think it's a good spot. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, going there in the last couple of years has been a huge transition. Um, we worked on a couple different restaurants there, Poke. Mm-hmm. Um, we were also in the candy store or candy works. Yep. yep. Um, that place blew me away. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a pretty cool concept. There's a, there's a lot of great spots, Papa Leo's. Yeah. Uh, there's a few new spots opening now as well. Where re, re, Relay used to be, they're opening. Uh, okay. It's going to make a little patio, kind of a restaurant type vibe. I think it's opening in the spring. I think that we'll have the liquor license as well. So there'll be some more like nightlife on the street. Awesome. Um, we're the grocery store across the street from us. They're opening a, a bunch of units in there too. 
Uh, there's actually a new dog place that opened. I think it's Dog Training. Okay. Uh, right across the street from us, so it's kind of a, a, a good fit. Sure. Um, yeah, and anyways, a lot of exciting things happening there, and yeah, we're, we're excited for summer now. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. Um, we are uh, currently shooting right now, guys. We're, we're still with uh, COVID-19, so we're keeping our social distancing. But uh, we, we got really... our six feet. Is it six feet? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I think we're okay. Yeah. yeah, that'd be all right. Um, but, uh, you know, with everything going on, we really want to bring some positivity into what's happening. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, Jay's just every time I see him, a big smile on his face. He's always got something good going on. Um, so every time we've met, it's it's been uh, just an absolute pleasure of mine. So, you know, one of the things, if, you, if you're, you know, from Hamilton and you're not from Hamilton, you haven't been down to Concession Street, the, the change, um, you know, it's a lot like Barton Street. And again, if you haven't been to Barton Street, you know, older buildings, a lot of rundown, a lot of vacancies. Um, so, you know, Jay and his, you know, his partner has really taken, I mean, I, my, my dad lived on Concession Street, so I knew that the park was there. You know, I know the views are on there. Uh, one of our website photos was actually, I got... Um, like the sunrise in the morning, we yep. got the van set up and that yeah. beautiful skyline. So I think it's really interesting to see the difference of like what you think is like taking a risk. Whereas like when you're from Hamilton and you create a good brand, um, you know, not that it doesn't matter where you are, but like, you know, I think your brand is so unique and you know, your, your message is there. Um, I think everyone's going to come to that. I know I do. I'm from downtown and I come up to see you guys all the time when we had uh, Cato so, uh, yeah, I think it's unique to, to be able to kind of see that opportunity and, and really take it head on and then also, like, you know, stick to the grassroots of being from Hamilton and then, you know, reinvesting in your city. Right. No, I, I, we definitely love Hamilton. I, I lived in Toronto for six years and I, I had to come back because, you know, I have, I have a soft spot for the city. I think that uh, the city, Hamilton itself, is an underdog and I like to be a part of that, that movement. Like, people... You know, maybe think Hamilton's not the greatest spot, but they don't realize like w- what's about to come. Yeah, you know, we're 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 a movement and we're strong, and you know Hamilton's a great spot, and uh, proud to be here. So what? Um, why were you in Toronto? So at the time for school and for uh, the modeling stuff. So a okay. lot of the photo shoots and things I did were were in Toronto, and at the yeah, at the time it just made sense for like castings and whatever they're mostly all downtown and yeah driving down there isn't uh the funnest sometimes so I, and and my school was just in etobicoke oh okay so i lived like um uh on the west of, of toronto kind of like king street and king and shaw was the intersection it, it was good but it's it's not hamilton man i i, I, lo- I like the people here i like you know the the pace of life i like having a big backyard and having space and then the, the food scene here is great. Yeah. Um, the vegan food scene is even better. And really? Yeah, there's a lot, a lot of cool stuff here and I'm happy to be a part of that. Yeah, you inspired me besides um, besides the game changers. You were an, an inspiration to go uh, vegetarian. I'm not vegan yet, but vegetarian for me and it's, uh, you know, it's cool to see, you know, I, I see a guy like you, muscles ready to go and then you just, you know, we went to, I think Sammy's in Ancaster and he's vegan. I was like, oh man, was like, this guy's not eating cheese. I was like, what's going on here? Where's he getting his protein from? But so it's interesting to see, uh, you know, to see it and open my eyes to, uh, to kind of the lifestyle, mm-hmm. uh, the health brand. So tell us a bit about how you, you know, how you got into fitness to begin with. Um, cause I think it's, it's interesting to see how people got started in their careers and what's kind of molded them to the position now, because I think your story is phenomenal. I got, I had an opportunity to sit with you couple weeks ago and, and hear it so I thought like you know nothing better to get on the podcast and share your story with everybody yeah for sure man so I guess yeah starting way back my, my parents 
I love them, but they didn't have the best understanding of what a balanced diet was really like. So um, when I was eight or nine years old, I was I was pretty overweight. And at the time, going to school and just being bullied here and there, comments kind of would get to you, you know, as, as a younger kid. So my, my dream at the time, like I'd go to the grocery store and I'd, I'd see a magazine cover and I'd be like, oh man, I want to I be like that guy. So when I was, I guess, 10, I started working out quite a bit. I got some dumbbells in my basement. I was doing sit-ups and I had my, my dad had like an old set from like, I don't know, the seventies or eighties. <laughs> I actually still use them at my house now. Yeah. They're like uh, green and red and they have paint chipping off them. They're just classic steel things. Especially with what's going on right now. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. I've been using them now a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so I started using those and then throughout my, my teens just kept, kept working out. And my goal at the time was like, yeah, I'm going to look like that guy on, on the magazine one day. So um, fast forward to uh, college when I was like 19, uh, I was working out every day still, but I, my diet just was not on point. I was drinking a little bit too much and I just decided, okay, this is enough. If I want to achieve, you know, the goal I had as a kid, things are going to have to change and I'm going to have to, you know, sit, put a plan together and, you know, kind of execute. Yeah. So I uh, did that over 12 weeks and then at the end of 12 weeks, you know, cut out each week I essentially just started cutting things out. So the first thing for me is I loved, you know, excess sugars, whatever, drinking. Um, and uh, so over those weeks, kind of cutting those things out, working out in the morning, working out at night when I had time and then still doing school and whatever. Um, and after 12 weeks, got in shape and kind of like realized, okay, well, I can, I, I achieve this now. Let's, let's take it to the next level and actually accomplish my goal of getting on a cover. Um, so I sort of sort of set up a plan for like a two or three year plan. I wanted to get sponsored by a diet, like a dietary supplement company that I'd always kind of wanted to be a part of wow. and to get on the, get on those covers. Um, and so, yeah, that's, that's kind of how it all, all began. Um, and then when I was 25, I kind of accomplished those things. And then I told you the reason why I kind of wanted to stop doing it at that point. Yeah. But that was, that was the build up to kind of accomplishing all that. So what were the covers like, you know, just to, you know, give the viewers some context, like, you know, it's not just like a local cover magazine, like you were on, you know. Yeah. So, um, the first one I had was, I, th I think it was in Singapore. So that was the first one I had. Um, then I had a bunch in Germany. So the one, the men's fitness Germany covers were in, uh, <laughs> all over like the airports in Germany. Yeah, men, men's fitness and men's yeah. health guys, yeah, like yeah. pretty so, big, uh, yeah, so I had pretty I mean, big magazine, five or six of those throughout the years. Uh, wow. they're in Switzerland, Germany, Luxembourg, all the airports, grocery stores and whatever. And that was, that was really cool. Uh, they thought I looked German. I'm not German, but I guess <laughs> the, the blonde hair and blue eyes kind of helped me out. Perfect. Um, and then I had inside fitness magazine, which is in Canada. So that was, um, all like shoppers, drug marts and that's awesome places and yeah so it was, it was very cool and and the reason why i really wanted to do it was i wanted to help other people to kind of show them that you know no matter what when you're younger like you you can really achieve whatever you put your mind to and i wanted to try and give back and, and help younger people as well like get into exercising and, and fitness and i i, I really in addition to you know wanting to accomplish a goal i had as a kid i really did want to kind of help other people you know be healthy as well and as that process kind of went along I started realizing that the thing I was promoting was the kind of the complete opposite of what I was trying to achieve yeah and so I kind of told you that when we chatted before that um I kind of was like reflecting after a few covers and I was like what am I doing this for just to kind of f feed my ego like what is this all about I'm not really helping anyone my job is to work out 
I work out like two or three times a day. My job is to eat and work out. The average person, you know, can't can't be doing that. Yeah. They're going to buy this magazine and they're saying, okay, well, why don't I look like that? They have a family, kids, a, a real job, and it's just not it's not a sustainable or real image to kind of try and have people achieve. So I started reflecting on that, and that's why I kind of stepped away from that that field. Yeah. So it was something that I got into for I think the right purpose, but then as I kind of was sailing along in that in that lifestyle, I kind of started reflecting a bit more on what I actually was doing. And, yeah. yeah. And I think like, you know, what it did for you as a kid, like, you know, it gave you the, the thought that well, I can do whatever I want. You got mm-hmm. there, right? Right. Um, I think as entrepreneurs, we always think the next best thing is going to make us happy or going to fulfill us. Right. Um, but that's what blew me away with your stories. Like, you know, you, you get to this point and I think, you know, not just entrepreneur life, but as, as people, we get to these points in our lives that we think are going to make us happy, whether it's a new car, that next house or, uh, you know, new relationship. And, and you get there after all this hard work and you're like, wow, it's not, I didn't know that this was going to be the feeling. Right. You get fulfillment, but it's, it's for such a short period of time. Yeah. And I think with entrepreneurs, like you're always chasing that goal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think right now with, what, with everything that's going on, like, you know, we get to this point and then all of a sudden it can be stripped away. And I think it's it's that drive and that determination to succeed and push the envelope, which is so interesting. Right. So I think that's exactly what you said. Like the thing I take away from it that I I, I believe was the, the greatest part of it all was just understanding that if I put my mind to something, I can accomplish whatever I want to do. Like. At the beginning, everyone was saying, like, you want to be on a magazine cover, that's stupid. Okay, well, it's not a huge of a thing, but I, no, was, able to, I was able to accomplish it. I, I did what I wanted to do, yeah. and now it's time to move on to the next thing. So now what's the next thing I can accomplish? Yeah. And so that was, that was kind of a cool, a cool part of it all. And, I, and obviously, my fitness background, everyone loves Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. And, uh, like, watching him and uh, Pumping Iron back in the days, we used to always watch for inspiration. What I find so cool about him is that he came from, you know, he came from Austria, had, could barely speak English, came to the USA with really nothing, got into the fitness thing, obviously became quite popular, and he's like, okay, well, I got to scale up. What am I going to do next? And jumped, what's my next platform that I'm going to kind of jump to? And so he went from the bodybuilding fitness thing, used his platform there to then become an actor, became an actor, accomplished that. Now he's like, okay, now what am I going to do? Becomes a politician. Yeah. Then from there, okay, now what I'm gonna do? And now he's like a humanitarian. He gives back. He's actually, um, I think, I don't think he's vegan, but he's he follows a plant-based diet now, and he promotes, you know, healthy living, that whole movement. Now yeah, I saw him on Game Changers, and I was like, well, if Arnold's doing yeah, it, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. I was, you know, I was eating meat. I was going to Cumbrae's and and Dundas to two, three times a week. So, um, yeah, it's a, man, if Arnold's doing it, what you know, what excuse do I have? So it's interesting to see that. Yeah, it's cool just to see how he, he used each part of his life as building blocks to get to his next destination. Yeah. I think that's what I kind of look at fitness now being. It, it was what it was. It was great. I learned a lot. And my passion still, looking back, is, is nutrition um, and, and dietary supplements, which I've you know had a, a, a like since I was like a young kid, since I started fitness when I was like 10. I've always loved dietary supplement, supplements and how they can kind of, you know, help with your health you know if you're yeah. if you're not sufficient in certain vitamins and minerals or proteins go to the store and buy these and i've always found that cool and that was one of the reasons why i got into fitness as well so working for optum nutrition at the time was a goal they're a company based out of chicago 
that I worked for for quite some time that yeah. I, I learned quite a bit from, um, and as well as Cellucor, I worked for them for a few years, um, just different expos and traveling around and kind of talking about their products, learning how they, they made things, and it's also kind of led me to where I am now, where I, I, I kind of saw the things that I didn't understand why they weren't doing. Like, one thing, why is everyone using black plastic containers? Uh, they're not uh, recyclable. Yeah. They just get thrown into the landfills. And why isn't no one using biodegradable packaging? Why is everyone using artificial sweeteners? And why is everyone so focused on using whey protein? Uh, and, and so those are kind of things that I had in the back of my head while I was working for them. And I saw the consumers coming to the booth asking us, hey, why, you, why don't you have a plant-based protein? And why don't you not use sucralose anymore? I was like, yeah, I don't know why we're not doing that. So I decided to start creating my own products. And after being able to do the fitness stuff, it's like, okay, well, why not just make your own thing? Yeah. yeah. So, the, and I think, yeah, so interesting. So was there like an epiphany there or well, like I was said, it gradual or did you see an opportunity and then, you know, I dig a little bit deeper to give more information? It was definitely gradual. And when I was working for Optimum too, the whole reason why I decided to go back to school for a, a degree in marketing is because they said, okay, well, if you have a degree in marketing, you could be the marketing person for Canada, uh, for Optimum. And so I went back to school to do that. Oh, wow. And so I was already kind of gearing up to do something within nutrition Okay. Uh, for my, my long-term plan. And um, then I just decided, well, why would I work for somebody else when I can just do it myself uh, the way I want it to be done. Yeah. Um, and so that's kind of how I, how I, I decided to go. And realistically, I think it's just best suited for my personality. Like my dad's an entrepreneur, his dad was an entrepreneur and his dad was an entrepreneur and he moved here from Italy. So it's kind of like our whole family on my dad's side. Like they all kind of just do their own thing. My sister does her own thing. My aunt does, my uncle's like big in real estate, kind of just build his own, his real estate uh, thing quite large of towards Caledon and Mississauga. So like oh, wow. our whole family's kind of all done just whatever they wanted to do. It's like, yeah, <laughs> this is what I'm going to do. I'll just make it happen. So yeah, it's good. Man. It's just like, it, it's in my DNA, I think. Um, so that's, I think that's probably why I decided to go that route. Yeah. Um, and then also I just feel like I can help people with these products. Like I, I know that there's, there's opportunity and space for higher quality nutri nutrition pro products to come to market that are actually going to be beneficial for people from a health standpoint. Um, be cruelty free, be better for the environment and, um, also, you know, achieve the same results. Yeah. What were one of your, what's one of your biggest challenges that you faced in terms of getting to that next level, um, with like, you know, time management where you're working for a company, but also doing your own thing. Um, you know, how do you make time in a day to, you know, you're still in great shape, obviously you're eating well, you know, what do you give an entrepreneur that's not in the, you know, cause realistically, Yes, you're in the fitness and the health space, but like, you know, you're still working, I'm sure, a ton of hours a day. You got a ton of challenges that come up every day. We don't like to use stress around here, but we say, yeah. cha we say challenges. Yeah, yeah, challenges is a better way to uh, position it, I think. You're yeah. Right. Um, uh, I, I would say, obviously, this is one thing I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, I have to improve on. It's just my organization. Yeah. Sometimes it's just, it's just not being scattered and trying to kind of just plan out your day, wake up early, like just really simple things. It's, it's like working out. Yeah. Uh, it's actually quite simple. It's just getting down and actually doing it. So working out and getting in shape is, is really straightforward. It's like you just go to the gym, eat properly, eat a balanced diet. Don't do any fad diets. Just make sure it's your macronutrients are balanced, have micronutrients vitam and your vitamins and minerals and everything, and you'll probably be okay. It's the same thing. It's like yeah. you know the basics. Get a good sleep. <laughs> 
wake up early, yeah. schedule your day, and just don't procrastinate and get it done. It, yeah. It's to me, it, I think that's really it. Like it's just, and also like work hard. Like that's that's a given. You know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, in all those scenarios, it's always a given. But it's really the same, the same uh, kind of setup, right? Yeah, I mean. Totally. So what is the, what are the next steps for you? I mean, heels been going off great. Every time I come in there, it's, it's jamming. You got the dogs in the back. Um, you know, we were fortunate enough to bring, um, uh, we were fostering a dog and we brought Kato in, uh, uh, Jay was able to give him some treats and keep him calm. We got, yeah, it was we, awesome. got a, we actually got a photo. Which, it was awesome uh, having him in there. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't normally get, <laughs> doesn't normally calm down for. Um, but yeah, what's what's next? Like, I mean, heels seems to be going great. Um, is it another location? Is it some more product? What do you, what's on the agenda? For right now, I think we'll just leave heel and its location right now. The main purpose behind heel was to have a a community location, a location in the community where everyone can go and kind of see our products. Um, hang out, you know, bring their dog, relax, try a smoothie bowl. Um, but the, the main focus, I think, uh, right now is going to be our nutrition company that we're about to launch. Okay. Uh, so that's going to be the plant-based protein powders. Awesome. We're going to be doing bars, and we're just on the verge of uh, finalizing a deal, hopefully, um, to get that through, you know, all the grocery stores and nutrition chains across Canada. Oh, that's and the amazing. US, and the U.S. will be next, too. So that's kind of been the main... And that's all plant-based. It's all plant-based, yeah, exactly. Wow. So, so, yeah, I've been quite excited about that, and hopefully in the summertime we'll have all those products out to market. And then on the side of that, we're also doing stuff in the cannabis space. So, obviously, the cool. stocks haven't been the, the greatest right now, but we're uh, hoping to launch another product this spring. Uh, I can tell the brand name. It's called Grenade. Oh, cool. And we're going to be doing pre-rolls and, uh, like, bags of flour, and then we're going to be moving on to doing some... Uh, infused like fruit roll-ups and fruit chews and that kind of thing so those will those will be the next uh the next things in the docket for the summertime and then obviously heel will continue building upon uh if it makes sense we will expand on it there's we have kind of considered it but right now we just want to focus on perfecting that one spot yeah and then once we have like everything you know down pat uh, and, and we'll probably look upon maybe expanding elsewhere yeah, I mean it's a great brand, it's a great product. If you guys have an opportunity to check it out, it's on Concession Street. It's a big, beautiful, big sign um, with some, you know, roll. They roll up windows. They, the uh, they kind of just like I don't know what you call them, like accordion style. They basically just pull out and fold in. Yeah, so it's yeah. summertime, it's awesome. To, yeah, you know, it's kind of like you're sitting on the patio. Bring the dogs. Um, it's dog friendly. So, yeah, it's 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 great, guys. And uh, I mean, I just I love the fact that you know when. Uh, you know, let's talk a little bit about how much doubt people had in you when you were making those decisions, like, you know, heel, dog cafe, concession, like, you know, sounds great now that it's open and it's doing well, but what about the doubt at the beginning? I am probably the most optimistic person around and like, really, I, I don't, I, I should, probably should listen to people more, but people tell me things I usually don't care. Yeah. Like if I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it because I want to. Yeah. There's a few people whose opinions I really value, but... Yeah. A lot of times there's just opinions that aren't, aren't really valid. So, like, for example, if you gave me an opinion, I would listen to you because you, you know what you're talking about. But for the most part, it's like if, if I decide I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it regardless. So um, there, there were some people who were like, well, you got too much stuff on the go. You're going to be spread too thin. And it's probably valid. But at the same time, I've, I'm happy with what we've built. And it all kind of flows within what we're trying to do is, you know, help promote nutrition and health in, in Canada and Hamilton and kind of use us as our hub and then expand out from there. Yeah. Um, I, I think there's 
especially with everything going on right now, there's, there's a need for more health and wellness products, uh, information, and a, a place where people want to go and have health food. Yeah. Ma- make it cool and trend- trendy, bring your dog. Like, there's definitely room for that, and we kind of want to you know, continue building upon that, that mission, and who knows where it'll take us, but so far you know, we're having a good time, and <laughs> we've met some awesome people, and the community seems to enjoy our, our, our stuff. So, um, yeah, so far so good. It's awesome, man. And so um, just to kind of wrap up here, what um, – you know, what advice would you give to the younger generation coming up? Um, a lot of the stuff that we talk about and the, you know, the big message that we're trying to get across in the podcast is just making that connection point to, you know, the people that might not think it's attainable or, or might listen too much to the people that are around them that might not think they're capable. Um, you know, I had a lot of that when I was, uh, you know, starting my business and, you know, not all of it was negative, right? People just just care, and they didn't like, like you said, didn't want you to stretch too thin. So, what would you, what advice would you give to someone that's, you know, passionate but maybe a little, you know, fearful of, of making a jump? Like, you know, I think you have to take risks, no matter what. Like, if you're gonna just wait around and just hope that things will be given to you, it's, it's never gonna happen. You just have to go out and do it. If you fail, you fail. You learn. I've tried so many things that have have not worked. Um, and because of those things, I, I've learned more each time that have kind of set me up to be able to execute better the next time. Um, and I, I honestly think that's that's really the key to this whole thing. Like you're going to make mistakes. The only way to learn is to try. Yeah. Um, and I'm continually, you know, failing at certain things that I'm trying. But as I'm going through that that process, I'm I'm learning and coming up with new ideas and new ways to solve those problems that maybe caused me to not, you know. Ex- get through the last time right yeah um so and then again i I don't know we talked about this too outside of you know entrepreneurship and well not outside of it the way schools are set up right now i think the trades are a huge thing that maybe still aren't being pushed Mm -hmm. and you create made a an awesome decision by by going that route um and i think more people probably should be getting into the trades i don't know if you you probably agree with me on that one as well but yeah it was, it was a weird thing that when like back when i was in school i was like okay well you guys got to go to university or else like you guys what are you guys going to do and then the people who went to the trades are all doing great look at yourself yeah the people who went to university took you know humanities or so, social science and they're all just not sure what to do so i think like if you're a kid and you don't know what to do if i had to go back and I was interested in the trades, I would 100% create my own business like you're doing and and go from there. Yeah, and like I think it's a, it comes down to, you know, education and um, coming up with some resources. And I think it's just so interesting to, you know, that's why we're doing this. Ask the question, guys. Like, you know, I would have thought that you're, you know, just a, a meathead if I, I met you from a, a magazine cover. And that was my, you know being naive when I was younger. Right. Um, and now it's like, you know, you're asking these questions, you're meeting these amazing people and you're finding out like, wow, like, you know, he's he used to be a fat kid and you know, now he wants to give back and, and promote things. And I just think it's so interesting to be able to, um, once you get over that hurdle of like being like having fear to ask a question or maybe, uh, ask for that coffee or, or take that guy for lunch or that, that woman for lunch, um, to make that connection. I think it's just, you know, opens your eyes to so much. Yeah, that's for sure. Unfortunately, yeah, the magazines do come ac- across as a certain way. For me, it was, it was just a, a a goal of mine to achieve that. I wasn't trying to 
show off or yeah, whatever. Of it was for me, it was like, as a kid, it's like, that's what I wanted to do. So it's like, Hey, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta make that goal. I've got to make my younger self happy. Right. Yeah. And so that's kind of what the inspiration was for doing that. And it kind of, obviously like even people I've met since then have been like, dude, I thought you were going to be like, you know, all stuck up and whatever, but it's definitely not about that. It's about promoting yeah. health. And that's at the end of the day, that's always what I've been about. Yeah. Uh, and, and finding my way throughout the years as to how to do that in, in the proper way. Like I think I've kind of figured out a balance now. So yeah, I still work out, but it's not, uh, it's not <laughs> you're like, okay. I mean, you're supposed to be working. out. Yeah, yeah. It's more about, you know, living a healthy lifestyle. That's awesome. So thank you so much, Jay, for coming on. Um, guys, we want to, we want to make it a thing. It's, it's why not me? Why not now? Right. And, um, you know, what Jay said is the same thing. You might fail, but the message here is just to, just to try, just to go after it. Um, keep focus. So, um, thanks so much for sharing Jay. I think your story is amazing. I appreciate you having me here. It was a, it was a fun time. Yeah. So, um, you can find him at, uh, at on, uh, his company, social heal.wellness or his personal social is, uh, Jay Zicato. Um, all his stuff will be in the bio. If you're on concession street, you got a puppy or you just want to walk in. It's, yeah. Come it's by and say hi. <laughs> Great to meet you all. Yeah. Um, so thanks so much. Jay. Thank you. Take care.